Welcome back to Been Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm great. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know. Any particular reason why you're so great or just... Because uh... I just got this awesome coffee that you just gave me. It's called, I recommend it already, Lucky Jack Double Black Cold Brew. It is mean. It is so caffeinated. It's, yeah, I might be up all night, actually. <laughs> it's it, it's going to hit you pretty hard. But the crash is good, too, though. You'll probably fall asleep real nice. But, um, okay, but yeah, it's it's amazing that you can get those at Costco, by the way. Costco? Okay, so I have a problem with Costco. There's one in Venice, and there's one in Burbank. And there's one in Los Feliz. The, well, that's the Burbank one. No, no. There's, Glendale. There's one in Los Feliz, and there's one in Burbank. Oh, okay. The Burbank oh, yeah, one is right. better, though, by the way. The Burbank one's great. That's right. Still, either way, no matter which way I go, it's a 40-minute drive. Oh, yeah. There's not one close to us at all. No. Yeah. So I steer clear of Costco because you always drop at least 300 yep. when yeah. you go there. So It is It is the thing where you're like, yeah, it's going to be, what, no, 200 tops? And it's like 375. Yeah, no. Yeah. So I stay away. I'll, I'll stick to my Trader Joe's and carry my little bag with me. Every, every homeless person on the way to Trader Joe's knows my name now, so yeah. we're all good. Yeah. <laughs> so, what have you been up to? Uh, uh, lots of cleaning. I'm kind of trying to get rid of a, kind of like a spring cleaning. You're still doing the seasonal purge? Yeah, the purge. Did I talk about that last week? Well, you mentioned that you were doing a spring cleaning, and I called you out for it being summer. And yes. then you said you do a quarterly spring cleaning, which is more just of a seasonal cleaning. Yeah, so I'm still going through it. I'm going to hopefully turn in my clothes tomorrow to out of the closet i'll go to probably crossroads first though because i have some good ones but um whenever i take clothes to like crossroads or anywhere they're they never just like want it. yeah they'll be either like no thank you or they'll take them and i get no money yeah i kind of figure that's what it's going to be like but i had my friend rain come over and she kind of took all the good stuff which is great because i'd rather her have it than like get yeah. five bucks for it at crossroads but so we'll see but um yeah, and then also, oh, on Twitch, I started the affiliate program. So now, hopefully, I'll get paid to be on Twitch. That'd be awesome. I got an invite to be... I don't think it's that like special, but you have to get an invite to do it. I don't have that. Congratulations. Thank you. So I started it. We'll see how it goes. All Uncharted 4 all the time? No, maybe now something else. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to hear more about that later. Yeah, um, I'm going to Santa Cruz this coming weekend on Saturday, so I'm packing for that. I'm going to be gone for a whole week. Going to go visit the brother? Going to, yeah, my brother and then Crystal and then just hang out. And I have, we have, we, me and my friend Hazel, we've made a bunch of friends by vacationing there once for a week every year. So it'll be fun to see all those people, too. Is, is this like your standard week up there that just happens to coincide with Travis moving up there? Or is this in addition to? Ooh, it's actually always in August, but it's always different. So mm. last year, well, I guess it wasn't in August. It was the very end of August because I, I think I had my birthday, my official birthday there, which was September 1st. So, and then we were there, but this year we're going in the middle of August. So it just depends. But this is better because now we get to see like the movies on the beach, which uh, they do every, I know they did yeah, that. once a week. And then they do the concerts on the beach. And every fucking year we see, not Blue Oyster Cult, but, um, ooh, what's his name? Two Tickets to Paradise. Eddie Money? Eddie Money. Yes. 
any money every year we go. <laughs> really? Without fail. That's funny. Yeah. And um, last year we saw Goonies on the beach. So, oh, so good. Yeah. So hopefully we get like Lost Boys or something great this time. I haven't checked it out, but nice. that'll be fun. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, I saw Game of Thrones and it was epic. <laughs> <laughs> that it was how about you uh well it's been um it's been an eventful but also kind of uneventful week um so uh just i guess what the day that our last episode went live i had my hernia repair surgery yeah and i haven't done a whole lot since i just kind of been at, at home because um i'm operating at about probably 50 percent right now like walking is hard moving is hard um i can't even lift the dog because she's yeah. above my my weight limit of what I can lift, and um, Rob and... gets to run around the house like a grandma, going, "Don't do that! You go there." <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's I'm not so much running as I am, yeah, very slowly hobbling yes. around the house, um, and yeah, just finding all sorts of pain that I didn't know was going to be coming, which has been fun. Um, coughing is like my new uh, the new bane of my existence. Which Ooh, I bet that hurts. Oh, thank God I have not sneezed yet. Oh, but gosh. like I, I'm terrified right now. You know, now. to stop a sneeze, you just hold your nose. Well, and I've heard like some people say, "Look at a bright light." And Don't look at a bright light. Is that what makes you sneeze? That will make you sneeze. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. So Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, and um, and I've just been kind of uh, it was amazing. Like the first like day or two or three, I was just in and out of consciousness the whole time because the first off the anesthesia was wearing off, and then also um, beyond that. Uh, the pain pills I was on were just Not putting me out. It. No, they're putting me out. I was just immediately just falling asleep. What were you taking? Uh, they have me on. Um, oh God, uh, it's been called. It's like Ultrab or something like that, which is like, kind of like a superpower ibuprofen uh, um, as my general sort of baseline yeah. one. And then on top of that, the they, they gave me a Vicodin. And so Percocet is stronger than Vicodin, right? I think they're kind of one and the same, just different makeups. Really? Like I, I, I believe. Was one step well, I don't know. I, I was on Percocet when I had my wisdom teeth out, and that was not a good experience Ooh. for me. Yeah. What happened to you? Because I'm I allergic to, to it. I started hallucinating. Oh, and I started to itch, and the really? effects of um, Percocet last six hours, and I was scratching for uh, six hours. Well, it was awful. I found that I've actually been very itchy, but it could just be that I'm sort of sitting in a hot apartment, and like, and I'm also wearing a torso uh, binder, which is making me itchy. Oh yeah, yeah. Probably. And so, um, you should probably take an antihistamine. That I, which would totally put me to sleep, which would be fine. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, love sleep, I love sleeping. Um, but yeah, so it's it, like the first couple of days, I I was just kind of in and out of consciousness, uh, not getting a whole lot done. I think I was probably eating about three hundred calories a day. I was eating like a can of soup. And that was it. And then I would fall right back asleep. You got a diet. You got a vacation. Seriously. A couple this is of, the yeah, best thing that ever happened bunch to of days you. off. And yeah, <laughs> just dropping the pounds. Um, uncomfortable as hell. But, you know, yeah. small price to pay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been interesting, though, just because, because of that, though, like, um, like I, I had such great plans for this, this week of downtime where I was going to, like, play all these video games and I was going to work Read through my book. backlog. Yeah, yeah, I was going to do so many things. And like Learn my, all the words in the dictionary. My brain just wasn't along for the ride. No. I was just, I couldn't do it. And so um, instead, I ended up watching a lot of TV. Like, oh. a lot of TV. Um, Let me guess, you finished all of Frasier. Close. <laughs> close, close, close. Uh, I am, uh, I made it through season 10. So now wow. I'm like five episodes into season 11, which is the final season. What? So I've got like 
18 episodes left, I think, and then it's done. Damn. I will have finished my entire watch through a Frasier. Damn. Good so, for you. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been quite a ride, and it definitely does feel like it's time for the show to end. Like, it was interesting right on, like, season, I guess, eight or nine. It seems like it kind of hit its end point. Where Only a decade in. Yeah, which is still pretty good for yeah. 24 episodes a season. Shit. Um, that's yeah, I remember. Wow. Yeah. Shows don't do that anymore. No. No. Which well, I'm fine with. <laughs> and hell, even some shows, and of course, and these are like still like full, like 22, 23 minute episodes. They even have a joke during the credits every single uh, episode. Like they're using the full time available to them. And meanwhile, like, you know, what CBS has found that uh, if they cut down the amount of time per episode of, I mean, there's a show that I hate, so I'm fine with there being less of it. But um, The Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah. Episodes for that, I think, are like 18 and a half minutes now because they realized if they chopped off another like four minutes, they could get that many more commercials in. And, oh, viewers, and viewers don't seem to notice or care. So it is like the shortest TV show right now because it's so full of commercials, which that's awful. Kind of a weird. I it's mean, probably like Super Bowl prices to get your commercial in at that time. It is like the number one comedy, I think, in America right now, which makes no sense to me. But How many seasons is Big Bang Theory? It's been on for a long time. It's been also. on a long time. I think it's into the double digits. I'm not sure at this point. Wow. And of course, and it's about to get a spinoff with like the young Sheldon years or whatever. Oh, God. Like, yeah, I never got into it, but I didn't mind it when I did see it. I mean, I thought I... People say they're not smart jokes, and maybe they're not smart jokes, but I still thought it was kind of cute. Yeah, I, I I, don't think the jokes are especially intelligent, and um, you say intelligent, I say smart. Well, they're not especially <laughs> smart. They're not, I don't know. Like the, the jokes, it's very much, um, it's just fast talking with references to things. Yeah. And, um, Which is like Gilmore Girls, and that's why I love Gilmore Girls. The thing is, though, it, it's, like, it's weird, though, because it, it's very lowest common denominator humor, where it's just like... You know, socially awkward talking, awkward talking, Legend of Zelda, Ms. Pac-Man. And then the audience just Nerds. fucking Yes, roars. I know what that is because exactly. I'm a nerd. And so like, Official. Yeah, you know, it's like my mom likes Big I Bang Theory. I belong in a niche. You know, just because it's mainstream nerd references. Motherfuckers. Um, it looks like season 10 just ended uh, of that show. Now we all can go May. to Comic-Con since we watch Big Bang Theory. And uh, <laughs> I think they've already been signed for seasons 11 and 12. Jeez. Um, but yeah, so Frasier making some progress. And then um, Todd and I finally excuse the dog barking. So cute. She's she's very upset. Right there in a car going, hi. Yeah, she's she's watching what we call Pug TV, which is when she stares out the window and barks at things. (laughs) Um, And uh, Todd and I finally saw Captain America Civil War. Oh, what do you think? Um, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I mean, hold on one second. You... Actually, okay, that car is moving. So I was like, I should go shut the, the curtain so she has, stops barking. Um, anyway, so. All right, I will be right back. I'm going to go do that. So, and then. Oh, yeah, Captain America. Okay, so, well, I saw it twice. I saw it once in theaters, and I saw it once at home. And honestly, in theaters, I thought it was, like, the greatest thing since sliced bread. But then when I saw it at home, I couldn't get through it. I thought it was boring. So maybe that's because I already saw it and I expected more. Or I don't, maybe just Marvel movies second time around aren't so great. Well, Todd was into it. And I actually found at one point that I was kind of checking my watch. And like, I, long. Well, and I, I even said to, to Todd at one point, I think I, um, 
I was like, can you pause it? I want to see how much time is left. And there was still like 40 minutes remaining. Yeah. And like the big fight that like was highly publicized had already happened. The one with Spider-Man and everyone? Yeah, the one at the airport. Yeah. And like the big, big, big scene that everyone always, you know, that like they used for all the trailers and everyone seemed to be really excited about happened. And after that, I was like, okay, it's got to be almost yeah, over. They're wrapping this thing up, right? And it's like, there's like 40 minutes remaining. And I just didn't care. And and I get it. It was it, This movie was almost more Avengers two and a half than it really was a Captain America movie. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It had some of that Captain America stink on it in that like, I just don't find Captain America to be that interesting of a character. And I think his movies are among the lesser interesting Marvel movies, but also I really didn't like Winter Travis Soldier. Travis would not agree with you, but I, I would agree with you. Yeah, I didn't even like but Win- I did like Winter Soldier. And I didn't like Winter Soldier that much. But I liked Civil War too. It was just at home I didn't like it. I don't know. But yeah, like, I mean, I, I'm actually really excited about Black, uh, Black Panther. I think. Yeah, that looks great. Yeah, like Black Panther I thought was a really interesting character, a really cool suit. Um, I mean, like, all the costumes for that one look pretty good. Like the best parts, it's of... like the Lion King Broadway version, <laughs> Black Panther. Like, I feel like all the best parts of Civil War were the other characters that came to visit. Like, um, I loved seeing Ant Man again, and um, I kind of wish I'd seen this before I saw Spider Man Homecoming because, like, uh, that would have been fun. And yeah. but it was nice to see him again since I've already seen Homecoming. So, like, I liked Ant-Man, Spider-Man, Black Panther, like, all these sort of new characters coming in. Who was the villain? The villain was... I can't remember. Some German guy who, like, isn't it, the actor's name is Daniel Bruhl, um, and he, uh... German guy? Yeah, he's some German guy, and, Sounds like... like Wonder Woman. And it just, it added, and, like, the whole thing is that he, um, there's, like, more Winter Soldiers out there, and they all have, like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and of course, it just further added to the whole thing of, like, I didn't think Bucky that... and that whole bit. Well, and I didn't think Bucky was that interesting of a character in the first place. No. But also on top of that, he's just so fucking damaged. Like, he's yeah. kind of a dick. Oh, and now that he's not a dick. And he's brainwashed. Yeah, he still he's... has the propensity to be yeah. a dick if you say nine words to him. Yeah. It's like, okay, seriously, can we just wash our hands of this guy? He's got problems. Yeah. So... I don't know. I didn't. But um, Captain America has a big old boner for him, so. Ugh, seriously, we get it. You love Bucky. Yeah. Ugh. So what are you going to do? So. Love is love. So that happened. Um, And then, so at least now I think I've seen every Marvel movie. I think that was the one holdout that I hadn't seen yet. Um, So that's good. All caught up. And then. Yeah, um, there's a few. I haven't seen Ant-Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I say that. Oh my god. Hold on, I have to write that down <laughs> on my agenda here, because you're leaving with that movie. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Ant-Man is so fun. Is it? Yes. Okay. Like, I have to say, I think the Marvel movies I like the most are the ones that are kind of just comedies. Yeah. Because, like, I like writing I really wish they would read yeah. and Ant-Man. I wish they would redo Howard, of the- Howard the Duck. I uh, actually liked Howard the Duck in the 80s. I-, I liked Howard the Duck in the 80s, but also, I mean, in the 80s, I don't think I had super refined taste and i have not seen it since the 80s can't stand the heat and get out of the kitchen yes, I, <laughs> I can't even quote a thing of it because i don't remember that movie at all so or, good as a kid liking it but that's about it oh man that's that's some good stuff that's right up there with master the masters of the universe and oh master of the universe i have seen recently okay and it's I, so good it's evil lynn so should good. have her own spinoff i love masters of the universe uh, when I first saw Masters of the, of the Universe in theaters, I was very disappointed that Evil Lynn's headdress did not have the prongs with, like, you know, the the kind of, like, whatever it has going on. It was just more like a skull cap. 
but now I'm obsessed with it. Well, I remember when I was, I remember seeing it in theaters the first time, and I mean, God, I must have been like four or five, like when that movie came I was out. Young too, yeah. And I remember during the whole um, gold-plated Skeletor screaming Neil scene. Yeah. I actually, um, I remembered like leaving my seat and hiding behind the row of seats. Really? Like, I remember actually, and like, it was an empty theater. I remember, like, I wasn't infringing on anybody, but I remember that scene that was- terrifying. It was so loud, and it was so scary to me that I actually hid. And once the scene was over, I was fine. That one scene, though, was too much for me. Um, but, but that's I, the very end. Yeah, but as soon as, like, he was done, as soon as he was done yelling Neil, I could watch the rest of it. I just couldn't, God, like- I don't even remember. I, I don't know. Like, I remember as a kid, I was really not okay with that scene. It was just too much. Hmm. Um, Interesting. But yeah, anyway, fun little bit of Rob origin story there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Todd and I started House of Cards season five, which Whoa. is funny because like I thought Civil War was super boring, and yet I'm just thrilled with this political drama. Oh, it's great! It's so good. We're like because what, three it's or so four episodes ended. Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. So that's been fun to watch. But yeah, so it's been it's been a. Did you see Game of Thrones? Oh yes, I did. The loot train was oh, crazy. My God, what? an epic episode we needed one of these yeah seriously like it's crazy to think what there's only like three more episodes this season oh my god that's right Wait, is it three or are there four oh left? we're not going to do any spoilers just so yeah you know, we're still so. speaking very broadly yeah. here um but yeah the uh it was definitely like on my notes here i had game of thrones and then underneath it all i'd written was oh man oh man i mine's oh shit like that was... i texted chobot i was like holy shit did you just see got and she's like i haven't seen it yet don't say anything i was like okay which yeah there's only three more episodes uh-huh. this season yeah but yeah that was fucking incredible and uh oh. which also um how do you watch do you watch live on tv or do you use a uh, hbo go go yes i use go as well did it have the name of the actual episode on there it I don't remember. I think so. Mine just said Game of Thrones 64, as if it was like an N64 game. And huh. the synopsis for it said, the most recent episode of the hit series, Game of Thrones. Like, it didn't have the name of the episode. I literally just found out it was called The Spoils of War. Now, oh, is it? That's what the episode is called. Because at the end, when they're doing, um, when they're talking about the scene, the an- anatomy of a scene, mm-hmm. they call it, the what did they call it? Battle of the Loot Train. Okay, well, that was just that was scene, I so guess. maybe it's but just the, the scene. But the episode is The Spoils of War. Ah. And, um, which yeah. makes sense, because that's a great title for that. Todd and I knew it as Game of Thrones 64. So good. I wish there was Game of Thrones 64. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, that was great, though. That was so good. It was, it's, it's very much, like, I gotta say, the season's bringing it. It's not, it's not just, it you know. boring. Oh, my God, there hasn't been a bad episode yet. And, yeah. like, there's some, you know. Some seasons, it definitely takes its time before it gets big and crazy, and this season's not fucking around, but really, there's it's just, just... battle after battle yeah. after battle. There's no time for them to fuck around. No. So, yeah, good times. Good times on Game of Thrones. So, uh, should we talk about what we're playing? Yeah. Um, Go for it. Okay, well, I'm just gonna start off with a little bit of sad news. I played no Dark Souls this week. Oh. Like, unfortunately, just because of the state of my mind and uh, drug situation, uh, I was not really in a place to focus at all. So it's fair enough. All the games I played were a little bit more, um, a little bit lighter on my nerves than uh, than normal. Um, so bummer. I was hoping to have more progress. Sorry, none in Dark Souls. Um, 
But yeah, so um, there's a couple things I sort of dabbled in. Yeah, I started right. I started Splatoon two. Okay. Um, it's super cute, but I'm not really sure how I feel about it as like a shooter. Like it's weird. Um, but uh, I participated in. Wasn't the... the first one a shooter? Yeah, I never played the first one. Okay. Um, but yeah, I participated in the uh, Splatfest, which was a war between which is the better condiment. Oh yeah, mayonnaise, mayonnaise or, ketchup. or ketchup. Yeah, I was on Team Mayo, which apparently won, which oh. is great. Um, but yeah, I was I was Team Mayo. Oh yeah, I, I saw the ketchup got defeated. Yeah, I did, I did see that all over. Um, and uh, the Todd tweets. Todd was very torn. He was like, "How can you ask someone to choose their favorite child?" Okay. But um, but yeah, so Splatoon two, it's weird. It's um. I don't know. It, it is kind of strange in that, like, um, so much of it, I was playing with people who are way higher level than me and were able to buy better weaponry than me. And so... Isn't that always the case? I know. I feel like so many games do a good job of scaling, where, like, you know, if they put a level 1 with a level against a level 10... They'll like, have everybody in between. Yeah, or, like, or there's something where, like, they'll limit what weapons they can use, or they'll, like, you know up your damage output so you're not quite as outgunned. So you just died every time you got Oh my god, I was getting my ass handed to me left and right. I was fucking useless. Yeah. Um, and that so sucks. I, I just, you know, I grinded. How did they get such high... It just came out. Uh, it's been out for like a week and a half or okay. so. Which, I mean, I played for, what, maybe a couple of hours and now I'm at level four, which now I can start buying better weapons. Cool. So um, I'm about to get back into it, but um, yeah, it's uh, I started playing in the single player mode also, which is fun a little more my speed i think but um i'm looking forward to uh like i've already started started making arrangements at work with um three other people who have switches and have splatoon too so we can create a team that'd be cute for four on four splatfest so yeah yeah so that'll be fun um so yeah so splatoon 2 was a thing um i also started playing a game called human fall flat which i don't know if you've seen that that one it's on ps4 um you play as a sort of like weird little rag dolly kind of cute plain character and um the game is it's it's a it's a physics puzzle platformer where like you need to um you know use balances and just kind of you know it's more of a navigation with environmental puzzles okay and it's cute but um, is it 2d 3d 3d okay and um but like the big thing it has is this sort of rag doll physics where you fall off the level you just go flat. You'll keep falling, and then the world will show up underneath you, and you just, like, slam into it really hard. And it's, Ooh. And it's really funny, though, because, like, the character sort of, like, splats and lands there, and then he gets right up and just keeps on going. It's not gory. It's not violent. It's just kind of goofy. And the way the game works is, like, each of your arms, like, arm, your left arm is assigned to the left shoulder buttons and your right arm to the right shoulder buttons. Okay. And so um, it's a game where the control scheme is its primary challenge. Uh, similar to Octo gotcha. Dad or Surgeon Simulator, yeah, those sort of things. Which, um, you know, those games are always kind of funny. This one seems more doable than the others for some reason. Um, I'm actually pretty fond. Octo Dad's really funny. Wait, that game was hilarious. That's really funny. And like <laughs> Human Fall Flat, if anything, it starts off. It starts off really funny. I like the title, right? Uh, I saw the, the preview for it, and I was like, "Well, I need to get this." I it's just, yeah, it, it looks really fun. <laughs> um, and the game starts off really funny. It, it's clearly like they were using um, Aperture Laboratories and Portal as sort of like a, it feels like as their their starting point for where they want their humor to be, and then they immediately abandon it. It has this personality of like this tutorial voice that is very, very uh, charming and, and gives it a lot of flavor. And then as soon as you kind of expect him to keep giving you advice or keep chiming in on what you're doing, mm-hmm. you never hear from him again. So it's, huh. it's weird. Like the, the game has a lot of like multiple personality disorder problems, but um, it's cute. It's a reasonable sort of like 
side game. Um, Did you get like on a sale or was it just like, oh, it might have been on like a digital sale or I might have just bought it when it came out. Um, It sat on my hard drive for a while before I played it. So you've had it. Yeah. So it's not brand new, obviously. No, it's only a couple months. It's not super old. Okay. Um, But yeah, so like, and yeah, during my time on the couch, it was just sort of like, all right, well, like what digital games do I have installed that I haven't played yet that shouldn't be too taxing? Yeah. That was sort of like the name of the game of like, what can I accomplish right now without getting up? Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. But yeah, so there's those. Um, and then I finished a handful of games, so we can get into those uh, after we talk about what you have been playing. Oh, me. Well, huh. I got through a full date on Dream Daddy, a daddy dating simulator. Okay. Which is the one I, we talked about last week. And... I agree with you that these dating simulators are really not my thing. It's a lot of reading and not a lot going on. It's really cute and really pretty to look at. Like, the animation's cute. The um the voice acting is funny because it's just, like, little blurps rather than, like, them actually seeing yeah. anything. Ooh, it, hey! Yeah. It feels like The Sims kind of a little yeah. bit. Well, it's, like, it's very much like... I do that. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, well, I don't know. It's yeah. just very, like, that's it. But and when they chime in on... It's pretty funny, but mm, I do recommend it if you like those kinds of games, though. And it is a little steep, though, in price for what it is. Fifteen bucks. Was it fifteen? It's fifteen. Because yeah, that was actually one of the games I finished. Uh, I finished it today. Oh, you did. Yes. How many dates did you go on? Well, before I say that, I sorry. Yeah. Continue. Last last week I said I they should give me a fucking code because I am fucking influenced on the characters. Well, guess what? I got a fucking code for free. So I did get it for free. So See, there you, go. you can all rest easily. I did not spend 15 bucks on it. So I bought Which food. I, <laughs> I did spend the money on the game. Um, and yeah, I actually finished it today. Um, I did, um, two, I did, uh, two dates with every daddy. Wow. Well, cause you like, did way more than well, I like, did. The way the game works is like you, you do um, two dates. Yeah. And then on the third date, that's it says like the like, major date. It's like, yeah, that's your ending pretty yeah. much. And so it's like, is this your dream daddy? Are you sure? And Are like, you sure? Yeah, it gets pretty serious from this point after two dates. Yeah. And you're like, why do, do I want to commit or not? And so what I did was I did the two dates with everybody. And then I saved my game. And then I actually did the third date with everybody to see all the endings. Oh wow, you are way committed. And so I am not that committed. I took one guy and I was like, this is the guy I want to fuck, so let's get all the way through. <laughs> when I was on the couch all day. So like I had, you know, yeah, I moments. had time. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I did that I did that today. Um and yeah, like it's interesting because I yeah, I posted about it on my my Facebook. So who is of all the I think six or seven daddy seven. eight. Seven. Seven daddies. Who is your favorite daddy? Well, it's weird, actually. One of my notes even here, here said, no dad had it all. And that's the no thing. No dad had it all. Because they were all their own little, like, character types. Well, and, like, and it was it was frustrating to me because, yeah, like, there was, I mean, know, they literally played within what they looked like in the boundaries of their role. Yeah. Well, and, like, because, yeah, I mean, uh, it was funny. The top row of, of dads on Dad Book were the four that I liked the most. And that was... Craig, who is uh, the sporty guy, the sporty guy who was your college roommate. Yeah, bro. Yeah, hey, hey bro. bro. Uh, bro. like he was cute. He seemed nice. Uh-huh. Um, the sporty thing, not my thing. So like that, but he huge... had those cute sweatpants on. He did. Well, it's, uh, he he was wearing athleisure wear, 
which is one of our words of the week from a while ago, he actually uses that word too. Really? Oh, that's yep. so good. He probably listens to our podcast. And so uh, <laughs> Craig and his athleisure wear uh, yeah. was, he was cool. Um, except also one fundamental problem with this thing is though, I don't want to fucking date dads. I don't. I'm I a, do. I'm not a fan of kids. I am so a fan of. So that's a turnoff for me. Guys with kids. So yeah. I like dads. No. Um, and like the biggest problem Yarsh. with Craig is he always has a baby strapped to his chest in a baby beard. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, no good. Um, but yeah, so uh, Craig, I liked Craig overall, though. Um, okay. And then what next to him on dad book is um, the, the Matt. Orange bear. Matt, the barista. Oh, okay, yeah, and the barista. I, it's weird, I didn't love his look, but he was super cool, though. He's kind of Rastafarian, kind of I, I didn't love the dreads, I don't think. But, oh, I um, like dreads. But like, in general, like his 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 uh, personality type was much more my speed though, and that like he's like heavy into like music loves and music. yeah, he loves puns. They go record shopping together as oh, one of their dates. See, and and based on like a questionnaire that he gave that he gave me of like, well, what would you be into on like this night, or what would you want to do here? Like, if you were to go to Desert Island, what would you take? These sort of things, you know. Yeah. Like he asked you a little questionnaire, and then I was like, I answered honestly based on me. And he was like, oh, then you should get Dark Knight of the Soul by Danger Mouse, which You're is like, a, hell yeah. That's a record I fucking own. Okay. And so. But he does seem, of all the daddies, the most down to earth. Kind yeah. of like. They, like, they all have their. They all, like, scale from one side, and then he's kind of in the middle. Like, his daughter was actually probably the coolest. She was among the. Skewed. His daughter was among the older kids in the game. Yeah. And, um, and she seemed pretty cool. Um,. Yeah, so right. I liked Matt, the owner of the coffee spoon. The coffee spoon, yes. Um, and then what ne- did you name the banana nut bread? Uh, banana- I did the. I did the grateful yeah, banana I, bread. Yeah, I, I, did, <laughs> I did the banana grateful bread. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's the same one I did. And uh, the next to him is Brian, who is the ginger bear. Yeah, and it's funny, like, and he actually, I think, he has an interesting story because of the, all the video game references, what? like the. I think he was RPG. one of the hotter ones. Like, He's cute, and um, but like the the relationship that you have with him, at least the game does address this. But the relationship that your character has with him is this constant game of one-upmanship. Yeah, which I found to be super unattractive. Yeah, me too. But on the upside, though, uh, by the time your third date is done, he even thinks that you hate him. Because he feels that you're competing with him to the point where he's like, you don't even like me. Yeah. Like, and so that was actually kind of refreshing by the time it was done. Because, like, it's so much like who's more proud of their daughter and who is doing more things. And it's, it's very, it's such a thing of so constant one-upmanship. Did all the guys that you, I mean, we don't have to go through all of them. But That's fine. Do all the guys, did they all accept you as their date at the end? Uh, or no. Or did some of them No, some of them. Dismiss you. There are some, uh, we can get to that. We'll get okay. that in a And then the other one on the top row that I liked was uh, Robert, who yeah. is the dark... Oh, he's the, the one I dated. He's the dark, mysterious asshole. Asshole. And Drunk. Did you actually go on a date with him? Yeah. You actually got like to go on a date date? Yeah. All I ever did was go to his place and, and we'd sleep together and that was it. Oh, I didn't even get to sleep with him because oh, he was so like I lovey-dovey with me. Oh, he, was only, he only slept with my character. That was it. I don't know anything about him. Okay, so in mine, Robert and I... Um, we met at the bar, and then mm-hmm. Mary joined. Fucking Mary. Oh, it's like we met at the bar, and then went to his place, and that was it. And then he kicked me out. Really? Afterwards. Yep. No, Mary came over. We're drinking. I said something to Mary. She left. 
and then I'm stuck with Robert. I don't know what I said to him, but he was like, oh. So then on our first date, he picks me up at like midnight in his pickup truck and we go to the woods. No, we go through the woods to a hilltop to overlook the city and he tells you the story of like the kind of like the um the Jersey Devil. Oh. Like a story like that. Yeah. And then we see the well, we think we see him, so we like scram out of there. And then so he's like totally enamored with me. And then the third day I kind of fucked it up because we we pretend to be on this ghost tour and we're trying to like heckle the like the tour guide and he did not like the way I was heckling. Real And so by the end so he like he was like, I like you, but no thanks. That's so funny. And like literally during the ending I was like, what's your deal, dude? And it looks like my character just says that on his own. Uh-huh. Like, it's the only option you have, pretty much. And then he responded with, he's like, well, he's like, you used me as an object. Like, I used you as an object. That's what it was. Wow. Like, he's like, that's what you needed at the time. That's what I needed. So that's what we are. And that's it. Like, don't think anything yeah, else he, of it. He, he has, like, daddy issues with his dad. Like, they have this bad relationship. And mm. he was abandoned by him. And there it goes. I went into his story. Yes, I didn't get to know any of his yeah. story because he did not tell me but any of his story. He, even you know all that, he's still a fucking asshole. Oh, you know, he seems to be a mess. Like it's not easy to want him to like you. I just really thought he was hot, so that's why I kept going. That's with him. like yeah, just looking at all the characters, he is the hottest. But of the them one all. I'm really interested in is Damien. Tell me about Damien. Okay, so because that's the character who I supposedly inspired. Um, Damien, it's weird. Like they never overtly say anything about Damien being potentially trans, or yeah. I think it's more of a, just like a trans influence more so than an actual like character type baked in character trait okay um but uh damien is very goth and uh very into victorian culture gotcha and everything that that damien does is very just steeped in victorian very information very much so yeah and um which is not a very like female to male thing because most like trans men i know are just kind of like chill dudes well, and like, yeah, Not these eccentric, like, <laughs> vampires. Yeah, like, they, they pretty much play <laughs> Vegan this, vampires. They play into this vampire thing a lot. And, um, it was, it was interesting. Um, and then, uh, yeah, like, the big twist, spoiler alert for anyone who's going to play Dream Daddy and hasn't yet, uh, the big twist with Damien is that it turns out that, um, he is just very into, uh, the Victorian kind of culture and all that Mm -hmm. and by day he actually is a mild-mannered it tech yeah i he's he's the head of an it department at for like a dog shelter or he volunteers at a dog shelter and um he wears nerdy glasses and does he look super cute yeah he actually he he looked i i I like him in non-frilly collars and stuff yeah uh and so um yeah like your third date the two of you actually are running around town trying to find a dog that has escaped and um and then so cute. when when he realizes that you like him, even though he isn't this mysterious character that he's been sort of portraying himself as, yeah. then he realizes that he can be himself, which is both this Victorian-focused uh, person, but also a dog IT lover. person. <laughs> yeah, an, an <laughs> IT dog lover. And so, like, he, um, you know, depending, like, so he knows that both of his... Per- both of the sides of his personality you like. And so he can just be himself. Sweet. And so um, the so, Damien But thing, they never say he's trans. 
I don't think so. I was reading real fast because I was trying to get through all seven storylines today. Yeah, gotcha. But there's um, a lot to read, and I actually did get like the because if you <laughs> if you do um the third date all the way through to the ending, like with the good ending, I guess, yeah. where you sort of end up with them or what have you, uh-huh. you get like a gallery photo of them in your, your uh, gallery at the so end. Cute. And um, the one I got of him was uh, him sort of pinup style in a graveyard. Oh, that's cute. Because our second date was in a graveyard. Or we went to go see a movie, I think, and then we went to a graveyard afterwards. Cute. So you two ended up together at the end of that one. In in his story, yes. That's cute. Um, and um, yeah, I think the, what, there were three that I got the good endings that I got the uh, the photos at the end. And one was Brian, the ginger bear. Yeah. Um, because we made up and realized we didn't have to one up each other. Gotcha. Um, and then one with Damien, and then the other one was. Was it the teacher? I think it was the teacher. It was, it was, uh, yeah. The did teacher. he offer you cheese? He did. Oh, <laughs> and it's fine. And, and the photo, Havarti. the photo was him, uh, laying on a counter surrounded by cheese and wine. Oh my God. I'm just going to look up all these like ending pictures um, on the yeah, internet. Hugo. Yeah. And like his big storyline is that he's like secretly way into pro wrestling. Oh my God. So cute. And so like, there was a lot of that one. And then the, the it is interesting though. Cause like there was an article on Kotaku about this, about like why not all the characters you can, you can't end up with all the characters. Cause like, so, um, was, I want to say, uh, obviously Robert, I never, that was like kind of, it, we failed at launch on that. We I never really got anywhere with him, but like even, um, Matt, the barista and, uh, Craig, like on date three, we definitely like. I guess uh, the story goes where like we made out or we had an evening, you know. Yeah. Doesn't go into the crazy details, no, but I imagine you, you have an evening though. And then the next day, or like at the end or in the epilogue, um, they you get to have a one-on-one conversation with them at the end, oh, and cute. they talk about like you know how you know how great they think you are, but like both uh, Matt and uh, Craig both said to me that they thought we were did better. Oh, I did. That's Ooh. yeah. That's that's part of the third date with Craig. Fuck yeah. Um, and uh, in that though, they uh, they actually tell you during the epilogue that they think you would just be better as friends. Oh no. And so like some of them just let you down. Like they let you down lightly even after that. Um. So yeah, I want to say like those two. I was just friends with Brian, future, uh, Robert never had anything. Uh, and then Hugo had a future. Um, Damien had the future with him. And then the last one whose name I don't remember because he literally did that little for me, was the blonde uh, minister. Yeah, the husband of Mary. His story is interesting because on date three, your character feels really guilty about going, like you're going on a yacht with him, and your character feels really guilty about going on a date with him because you know he's married. And you're like, I mean, we could just be friends. But she's a whore. Everyone knows that Mary's cheating on him. Yeah. And... So, like, you go there, and you're just like, well, you know, we'll see what it is. And um, and then it turns out, like, he says, oh, me and Mary are done. And so then you have no guilt. And so then you guys get down. And then during... So basically, like, no matter how you play this game, you were not really giving away anything because you could... There's so many different ways to, like, end these stories mm-hmm. that you... I mean, you'll probably see something we didn't see. But, like, this, so. this is the interesting thing, though, is, like, even if you do that guy's car- uh, thing, like, flawlessly or whatever, and you get it, like, to the best that it could be, mm-hmm. even if you get to bed him yeah. in for, for date three during the epilogue, he says to you that he's getting back together with Mary <gasps> because of the kids. Oh, no. So, no matter what. So, nobody's happy. There is no happy ending with him, um, which he- is kind of a nice 
like thing where they just like made it's a stance. kind of a true thing with those types of people. it is <laughs> also that character i could not have given like two parts about yeah it. i could not have cared less and like the uh you know it um and like it was interesting because i did the the seven of them in the order that i liked them the most yeah and um he was the one i did last but like yeah it was interesting cause in that like not every character had like there was no character i was like oh this is the one all the way you know there was one of like oh he's nice to look at oh this guy has some cool you know character traits about him this guy you know i like this part about him but i also hate this part like there was no character i really was just like head over heels with yeah and then but it was interesting talking like on my facebook wall with a friend of mine about this i don't know who the demographic of this game is like who this game was meant for because it's like adult children it's like us i think it's for us but like, <laughs> it is because i feel like i i do wonder like is i don't think it was meant exclusively for you know you can have the option to look at craig's butt or don't look at craig's butt oh i looked at his butt did you actually see his butt no he doesn't show it yeah um but like because it's weird like I, I almost feel more like this game is meant for women well, it's definitely not made for um kids well no but i almost feel like it's made more for women than it is for even gay men i don't know there's, yeah. there's something about it that just it's like there's this heteronormative kind of like twist to it yeah there's something really strange about it and then like it's, it's like it's like how i feel about the movie magic mike magic mike was a movie meant more for straight women than it was for gay men the gay men loved it the most but the thing is though I didn't like it that much because I felt like if I really wanted to, I'd rather just watch porn. I didn't like it either, honestly. Like, Magic Mike sucked. Yeah, it wasn't that great of a movie. And then also, if I want to watch a bunch of hot men wearing next to nothing, there's actually... I can, yeah, it's called X-Tube. Yeah, there's a bunch of things I could watch <laughs> where that happens, and then they take it to its logical conclusion. Yeah. And so, um, I, I it was, it's interesting having this sort of, like, it's kind of fanfic that's PG-rated, like... I don't know, there's something really strange about it. Um, and so I was trying to figure out like who it, who that game's real demographic is, but I wasn't. I don't know. I think it's. I think the great thing about it is it has a huge, wide range of people who could be interested or uninterested in it. Well, and it does feel like a weird anomaly of a game that I think just sort of captured the curiosity of a lot of people, and so it got a lot of attention. I think just because people were like, "Oh yeah, what is this?" It has like on Twitter. It has like seventy eight thousand followers already. Oh my god! Yeah, it's huge. What and like and it did hit. So like, congrats, Brent, because that's awesome. Yeah, and it sold really well. Like I want to say it cracked like the top ten on Steam when it came out. And yeah, um, I don't know if it's it maintained it very long, but like it definitely um, it, it is it is a game that kind of the bang. Yeah, it came out of nowhere and just sort of like really I think surprised people. Yeah. So so that's awesome. Yeah. What else have you been playing? Um, and then I just started Destiny, and I am destined to play Destiny because I am obsessed with it, and it is so fun, and I wish, I wish that um, Mass Effect Andromeda was in the vein of Destiny. Mm. I think it could have been a more fun, interesting game. Yeah, they may have had, like, the storylines was the problem, because, like, all the different storylines, but... Maybe they didn't really need that. Maybe they just needed a Mass Effect community where you can either go off and game together or you could go on your own. Well, and it seems like that's what Anthem may be. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait for Anthem. It's like Destiny 2.0. Well, Destiny 2.0 is officially Destiny 2. No, because that's Destiny 2. <laughs> it's Destiny 2.0. Oh, my my mistake. <laughs> um, But yeah, so, okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just curious, like, as someone who... Because, yeah, you never played Destiny until now. I love it. And so, yeah, it's like three years old at this point. Yeah, and the, the graphics are great, too. And 
Okay, so what what character class are you playing as? Uh, the Vanguard. Okay, that's is, who I play as. Is that no, the, no, the third one? No, no, Vanguard is not. No, Vanguard is like the I guess the the. Uh, it's not a character class. It's more of a. a Vanguard is the. It's I, like I, sergeant or or it's like a level or like oh, a. Okay. It's like a title. So the third choice, the hunter. There's a hunter, a warlock, and a, a warlock. Titan. So you're the wizard, pretty much. I'm the wizard. Okay. Yes, because I go to the woman for the upgrades. Yes. Okay. There you go. What were you? I am a hunter, so I so go, you to go to Cade the Cade Six, the robot. Yeah. The robot oh, yeah, voiced the robot. by yeah. Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Yes. It's such an interesting game. It's fun, right? I really like it. And I, it's really, there's a, a very big rift at work um, where some people just don't feel it, it's that great of a shooter. I think it's a great shooter. I, I think, think it's it feels a great really good. shooter. Yeah. Um, and I have a really good time playing it. Uh, how how far into the story are you? Not far. I'm only level... F- I think I'm level seven now. Okay. And so I'm, I go, I'm off of Earth. I'm off of... Oh, you're on Venus now, probably. Yeah, I'm on Venus. Okay. So, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. And I think it's challenging. Yeah, it's not like, it's not to the point where it's like, I want to rip my hair out kind of challenging. So And like... Uh, like, it, it's challenging to the point where it's definitely beatable, but you just got to kind of go in with a steady head. Well, if you team up, it gets that much more fun. I haven't teamed up with anybody yet, but at the what I call the citadel because I don't know what it's called the the what is it the tower the tower at the tower, it is fun to like mess with like the other players because I'm just always dancing. Okay, well I went into um, the kitchen to fix myself something to eat, and I come back and this guy is like rubbing up on my character because she's hot. He's like rubbing up against her, and I was like, oh, this is fun. So I start rubbing up against his character. And then I do like this blowjob motion and he's like doing this like stretching motion. And I was like, this is great. And then oh this other God. guy comes and joins in on the back of me. I was like, oh, I love this game. It's so fun. Wow. <laughs> Keeping it classy. <laughs> Keeping it classy. Um, yeah. And oh, it's, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I like Destiny. I didn't really, I never went crazy, you know, super far into it. Like a lot of people I know did like listener Nick, who is, you know, senior platinum on that game hey nick um but uh but yeah like i I, i've always enjoyed playing through like the story content whenever it comes out and um, i'm looking forward to destiny 2 yeah i the reason i'm playing this one is because destiny 2 looks so legit well and i think yeah rather than spend the money on the dlc for you know what rise of iron and uh Taken King and yeah, Dark Taken, Below Taken and King House King, of Wolves. I, th- I think it's supposed to be very good. It is. Uh, well, because, yeah, like, the, in, I, I think it did. And exactly I like the name. The, I did the, the opposite King. order. It's like Game of Thrones. Because it goes, what, yeah, Dark Below, House of Wolves, Taken King, Rise of Iron. And, um, I mean, just to get all that DLC cost you, I think, you know, probably 20, 30, 40 bucks, somewhere in there. Um, but I think, you know, before you know it, the actual new game will be out and you'll probably yeah. want to get destiny 2 and just start at the beginning because you don't get to really take a lot with you well what they from need to destiny one into destiny two yeah what they need to do is what they're doing right now with the ps plus for black flag which we'll get into mm-hmm. well we could just do it right now right well sure. no you have more stuff to do yeah yeah let's talk about your other games well i'm very glad that you're playing destiny and yeah because it. it is that game where i keep i i, I loaned my copy of it to travis a while ago Never hoping played. he would play it because I was having a great time, and it's more fun when you play with friends. 
Um, well, because I don't know anybody who plays it. Well, I would be willing to hop in and help out. But I have your game. I have a digital version. Okay, well then let's so, play. So I can join you. What are um, you? Is 40 the top level you can get? It looks uh, like everybody's capped at 40. Yes, you, it's level, it's 40, and then from there you get a light level, which um, the light level is the average of the level of your uh, weapons and armor. And so, like, I want to say, I, I don't know what the top light level is at this point. But Blue. Like, no, it's a number. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, the number blue. Uh, but yeah, like, I don't know what the top light level is at this point, And I'm sure uh, Nick is screaming at his, his uh, phone right now while he's listening to this because he knows it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, uh, yeah, everyone's capping out at level 40. And then from there, like, you can be over from light level to like, 210 up to like 300 and something uh depending on what the average of your gear is and so obviously you want that to be as high as possible because at that point you're splitting hairs between what level 40 you are very nice Um, but yeah uh i like it yeah that's awesome so rob so what else have you completed this uh, week i've played through in one sitting um the game tacoma which washington just tacoma it's about a space station. Oh. Um, it's from the makers of Gone Home. Okay. The company Fulbright. Um, and do you play Gone Home or do you know about it? I no. <laughs> Gone Home was like kind of a surprise indie darling where a lot of people declared to be a walking simulator. You are a girl who's come home from I think college and you're exploring your house and no one's there and you're piecing together what happened to your okay, sister yeah, by like this. yeah listening to cassette tapes and reading journal entries and just exploring the house and so it was this sort of like story through environment thing and it was you know not the first of its type but it was the first to really get a lot of attention for it yeah for a very progressive story and um and it was just it was a nice little surprise and tacoma feels a little bit like more of the same um to be honest though i don't know if it's just that i was on painkillers tacoma just kind of fell a little flat for me i know a lot of people are way into it um its characters are well realized it's well written but it just doesn't feel to me like it was meant to be a game what do you think it was a sitcom? No, not a sitcom. <laughs> um, it almost feels more like it was meant to be like a short film or a short uh, story. I don't know. Something that it, it feels like it was meant to be something that didn't need to be interactive. Gotcha. That's like my main takeaway from it. Um, you know, uh, actually, one person likened it to one of those uh, theater productions that takes place like in an apartment building. Like where, um, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, where you can either like you can sit in one room and watch in their living room and watch them yeah. put on a play, or you can like sit in the courtyard and see like how everything interacts all around you. Like you know, it's a thing where like it's like a 360 theater space. Gotcha. Where depending on if you want to witness one location or one conversation, depending on how you move, is the story you get. And that's what Tacoma kind of feels like a little bit. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't love it. Um, but yeah. Hey, you don't have to like everything. I know. And then um, I guess you could say I'm just preparing for Night Trap here because I played two FMV games. Okay. Uh, so I did, um, I played through uh, first, and I think they're even made from the same like engine. Uh, one of them, the first one I did was called Late Shift, which is sort of like a heist, it's an interactive heist movie. And um, it's cool. Like the production value is amazing. It actually looks like a reasonable movie. Hmm. Um, the acting wasn't perfect, but like its production value was good. Um, but to be honest, it was very much a choose your own adventure kind of movie, where like literally someone's like, "Hey, can I have the keys to this car?" And you have eight seconds to decide yes or no. And during that time, 
movie keeps going, and then you have to pick an answer because the movie doesn't stop. Yeah. And so you pick an answer, and then the movie goes with your answer and just keeps going. There is no break in the action at all. So it's kind of nice. And that, like, it is a choose your own adventure with. It's kind of like a telltale. With no load times. Oh. And, but the thing is, like, there's no real gameplay. It's literally from, just a film that you make decisions in. It's, so, a, it's a film with branching paths. Gotcha. And, um, yeah, there, there is no inventory. There's no uh, clicking on a scene, like, within a scene for anything. It's very much just, I like, think that's the future of television. What, like, it, where you chime in and you decide the ending you want for where the story's going. Well, I think Netflix is making a Choose Your Own Adventure series. Really? Right now. I believe I so. Had, I had, like, years and years and years ago, I had this idea where they should do, like, an SVU-type mm. show where you are the jury, and so you watch it, and then you decide. Well, that actually be really great for procedural stuff in general, like, you know, where, yeah. where should we investigate? And so... Right. So, I mean, it's not just you deciding, because, like, it's the the oh. sum of ev- what everybody votes, and then it goes in that direction. Like, they don't film the ending until... Got it. Yeah. Well, and I know that there was... Um, I think Where was... they just they film both endings, and they just show the one that people vote for. I think there was a movie theater that was trying to do something like that with an interactive movie where, like, the entire theater would vote, and depending on how they voted was, like, where it would branch. Yeah. And so... um, It's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it was cool. And, like, the production value is great. It really... um, You know, I was kind of curious where FMV was going. And yeah. this is kind of cool, just in that, like, you know, you can make a really great-looking HD movie kind of fairly on the cheap. And yeah, you can turn that, it into a choose-your-own-adventure. Fuck yeah, I'm all about that. And then the next one uh, that I did was called The Bunker, which is a sort of, like, kind of, not horror, but it's a, kind of a thriller uh, FMV game. And that one is a little different, though, in that it does the thing, and then it pauses the action and gives you, like, a still frame of, like, a table. And then on the table are a couple hot spots. And, like, you can click this thing, and you get a little video of him reaching for something on the table and reading it. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it shows you the table again. And you can pick another thing. Yeah. And so it is very much your standard point-and-click adventure game that just uses full-motion video in between everything. Gotcha. Um, And to be honest, that actually... Its story was more effective by the time it was done than Late Shift. Late Shift was a very by-the-numbers sort of, like, crime thriller. Uh Uh-huh. While The Bunker actually was a little bit more of an interesting kind of uh, story. But to be honest, The Bunker, I think, would have been better if I wasn't involved in making any decisions. The Bunker would have been great. as a The Bunker did not have any branching stuff. It was more of just like... Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? It was very much like, hey... Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? We need to get from like... We need to get from A to Z. Gotcha. And in the time for you get to A, a to Z, we're just going to stop until you figure out what to click on. Then we can go to the next letter. Like, that's kind of what it was. Mm-hmm. So to be honest, like, it's interesting in how they used it for a game. But to be honest, it actually would have been a great short film. But somebody tells me it didn't, it couldn't have gotten its funding without a hook. And the hook was like, well, it's a game. Yeah. We'll make it into a game. Yeah. And so I feel like that's how it got its funding. Otherwise, it would have been better if it just been a short film. Interesting. So, um, but yeah, so that's that. Um, and it's funny, I was trying to figure out like FMV because I was like, oh yeah, that's where FMV is going now. Like, what is, you know, sorry, I feel terrible. I keep scratching myself with a pen because of this damn torso binder. Uh, and Rob's now trans, everyone. <laughs> very, very itchy. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, I, uh, I was curious. I was trying to think, like, where, where you know, has a game done, done F- FMV right at this point? And I was thinking it hadn't. And then someone reminded me of a game from like two years ago that I fucking loved called About Her, or no, sorry, Her Story. Have you heard of that game? No. It's really Her good. Story. Her Story. It's very good. Um, You should buy it for your iPad because I want to say it's like 
four bucks. Okay. And um, it's really great. Uh, it is a game that is told entirely through interview footage of an interrogation of a woman sitting and talking to you. And the, the whole idea is that like you need to piece together her story and yeah. figure out what the crime was and sort of you piece it together yourself. And like even then, like who you're playing as, you don't really know why you're doing it or what you're deciding. Yeah. But the story is actually really interesting. And like so let's say it starts with like this clip where like the woman will say like, oh, it couldn't be murder. And that's all the clip is. That's it. And so then, like, the whole idea is that all of her her um, responses are all, like, lost in the system. But everyone, everything she said has been transcribed. So you can search for various words that she's said, and it'll give you clips where she says those words. But you don't get any of the questions. You only get the answers. And so, like, if you type in murder, it'll be like, oh, we found 30 videos where she says murder. You only get the first 10 like because like your, your search results are limited to 10 yeah so like okay so now you know there are 31 clips so it's a puzzle you're trying to piece together her puzzle it is but the interesting thing about it though is like all right there's 31 clips where she says this word but you only got to see 10 so you know there's 21 clips that you haven't seen yeah how can you refine your search to see more of those yeah but then so also choose different words to like refine them but then when you watch those 10 that are given to you she'll be like well, I don't know anything else about Jeffrey. And you're like, oh, I need to look Jeffrey. up Jeffrey. Jeffrey murder. And so you start you start looking up Jeffrey. And like, oh, she mentioned Jeffrey 20 times. Jeffrey murder. Eight things come up. And like, mm-hmm. so next thing you know, like you're just trying various searches. Yeah. Like one time I literally searched where she says no or the. I was just, I was like, give me. Jeffrey murder, no, the. No, and I was just like, <laughs> straight, just like the only search result, the. Yeah. Just give me anytime she says the. Which is like, oh, it comes up in like, you know a hundred videos uh but like you know you only get 10 of them yeah so like her story was a really interesting game because it's told it's told entirely through full motion video okay and it found a way to make the format of full motion video work and make sense Hmm. and it's great how old is that it's like two or three years old. okay it's quite good like destiny yeah three years old so (laughs) about her is definitely worth uh worth playing if her um, story her story yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um Well, that's yeah. one to put on the list, people. Her story. Her story. Totally recommended. Cute. So are we gonna learn something? We are. I think. The word of the week. Da 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 is polemic. Polemic? Yeah. So that is an adjective. It's a noun. Noun? Yeah. Really? Polemic. Okay. Just yes. Um, polemic. I'm thinking it's something that is uh, dirty or sullied in some way. Yeah, you're kind of on the right path. Well, what is of. it? Tell me things. I'm just double. No, that's right. Okay. Uh, polemic is a controversial argument. Ah, all right then. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Me neither. That's a good word, though. I like that one. Yeah, it is. I double checked. I was like, did I write it wrong? No, it is a noun. So yeah, polemic. <laughs> it, so- it sounds like it should be an adjective. Yeah, like something would be polemic, not yeah. a polemic. It's a polemic. Interesting. Yeah, smart bitches. Use that in your everyday vocabulary. Thank you. All right then. <laughs> um. So I have some news about the Vinyl Frontier. Go for it. So uh, last week, I believe I mentioned the Vinyl Frontier. 
So last week, <laughs> I uh, I mentioned a Dark Souls vinyl set that was uh, coming only to Europe. Yes. And it bummed me out. And it has 208 vinyl discs in it. Nine. Records. Uh, but I, and I, I think I know why it's only for Europe. Let me guess. Because they released more games in Europe. Uh, no, there is actually an exclusive vinyl release to America that is exclusive only through thinkgeek.com. Oh. And so um, Dark Souls, they're releasing each game, one, two, and three, as three double-disc sets only through thinkgeek.com, which I ordered mine already. Okay. Um, of course, I'm still in the market for the full European set because it comes in a really nice box. And also Dark Souls 2, their version is four discs. Ours is only two. And so there's more to it. And so, but at least now I have a version. So at least I won't feel terrible if I'm unable to get a European one later. Do you listen to these vinyls a lot? All of my video game soundtracks live at work. And so when I'm sitting at work late at night, I will throw one on the turntable. Even like the scary ones, like Dark Souls? Yeah. Oh, that creeped me the fuck out. Oh, they're good times. They're great. It's fun. Yeah, they're, they're a laugh. Yeah. So. What a riot. But yeah, so uh, Dark Souls, if you're into the records and you live in these uh, United States, Think Geek has uh, a two-disc set for each of the games available now. Mine shipped today. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I ordered mine uh, over the weekend. So Very nice. Um, you know, so yeah. So that's that's my Vinyl Frontier news. Well, Rob, you better just stop right there because you just got caught in a graphic jam. Oh, no. Honk, honk. <laughs> so stupid i love that shit <laughs> um so i have a new book well it's not new it's actually old but it's called joker by brian i'm gonna butcher his last name but he's very popular azarello or it could be azarello because it's a double z yeah but i think you probably had it approximately azarello. right yeah and the arts by lee bermejo yep yeah, that's good. And the cover art is fucking grotesque as hell. It's pretty scary. Oh my god. And good lord, who knew it? It's about actual Joker, the Batman Joker. Lots of close-ups of teeth. Okay. It Yeah, it's a very grimy book. It's very dirty looking and it's very um, unattractive is the word. Yeah. But it's a very interesting take on the story of the Joker because it's not told uh, it's not told by a um, a narrator that's not in the story. The narrator's in the story, and he's one of the Joker's henchmen. And his name is uh, Frost, something Frost, Johnny Frost. So he's like this bummy kind of piece of human trash who just wants to be as amazing as the Joker is, which is basically he wants to be a killer, but he's too scared to actually become like the Joker. So it's kind of like this weird juxtaposition you get as you follow him as he views the Joker differently throughout the book. But it starts out with the Joker being released from Arkham Asylum, does not say why, why would the Joker be released from Arkham Asylum? Nobody fucking knows. It makes kind of no sense on that, except the only um, reasonable explanation is because the Joker is not insane, or he's not um, clinically insane, he's mad. So he's just crazy. So mm. I don't know if that's a good enough excuse for me, but whatever. And it's told in kind of like a... Like the... Um, 
gangsters or the mob, kind of like that kind of a storyline. Hmm. So it's very gritty. It's very dark. It's um kind of like a different look on Gotham City, and it's very just deceitful. Not my favorite of the Batman graphic novels that I've read, but it is interesting, and it got a lot of accolades, and I think it's worth a read. It has all, like, the key players in it. It has the Riddler, the Penguin, Killer Croc, Carly Quinn, Harvey Dent. So they're all in this book. And, of course, Batman and Joker are in it as well. So, um, yeah, if you like Batman stories and you haven't read the Joker, or not jo- the Joker, just Joker, uh, maybe you should read it. So It's a very striking-looking book. I've never seen a cover. I don't think that sort of arresting. Yeah, it's really gross <laughs> it's literally just the joker's mouth but super detailed super gory super like his teeth are basically rotting out yeah it's it's not cute unattractive but, um, yeah so read the joker or no joker Fuck. joker joker all right then and that's graphic jam nice yeah. honk 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 <laughs> <laughs> so um do you have any uh, news or anything? Um, I'm actually short on news right now. Well, I, uh, PS Plus. Oh, yes. So, uh, yeah, we can talk about the stuff that we're looking forward to, I guess, it's coming out. Yeah. As news. Well, you you go with the PS Plus stuff. Well, tell me what they are. Just Cause 3. Which is tons of fun. If you want a crazy sandbox open world full of explosions and over-the-top shit. And the Free. price is right. Free. Yeah. A 60 buck game for free, free with PlayStation for free 99. Plus. For free 99 minus the 99. Yeah, it's definitely worth playing. Yeah. And then also Assassin's Creed Black Flag DLC Freedom Cry. Yes, where you play as uh, Adewale, I think his character's name is. Um, but yeah, he's like your first mate in Black Flag. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're playing as, as him. Uh, it's like a, a slavers or slavery kind of side story. Yeah. It's very good. Because in Black Flag, you play as the captain of a ship. And then he has a sidekick named Otto I believe Wale. it's Ottawale. And uh, and yeah. he actually goes and does his own thing midway through the game. And I guess that's what you play in Freedom Cry. That's what Freedom Cry is. Sweet. And so, um, yeah. It's very much worth playing. I think I paid 20 bucks for it when it uh, came out. And I didn't regret it then. And you should not regret at all for uh, free to play it now for his best go I say. get it um some games that are coming out towards the end of august we've got nidhogg 2 oh i know someone who's excited about that august 15th i just bought the first one and i love it nidhogg 2 though looks real cartoony yeah it's it, a completely different style i think they ruined their style yeah i don't love the style but i mean if the game is good then the it game is good looks like lucas arts from the 90s did it i could see that yeah which i could totally be down with i'll have to play i wonder if you could like throw food and shit in it's this just one. it's such a sharp disconnect from how the original looked it's though completely different so, if you like that streamlined, um, bare minimal look of Nidhogg 1, you are not going to like the look of Nidhogg 2. Yeah. But I'm interested to see in how that people tackle that situation. Uncharted 4 Lost Legacy. Oh, man, this one again. The one we've all been waiting We're for. We're going to hear August about this until it comes until out. And then after. Oh, I was watching videos on it today. I'm so obsessed with Chloe. <laughs> and... Uh, uh. 
yeah, so follow Chloe and Nadine and their new adventure. It's basically a whole new game, even though it's a DLC. So one series, and I just I keep thinking back to the the demo I saw at E3. To be honest, I'm more excited about Lost Legacy than like watching the demo of it made me more excited than I felt playing Uncharted Four. Really? To be honest, like it feels more like the Uncharted I was looking for than Uncharted Four was. At least that's my 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 take on that one. Sorry, that's okay. I had a moment. <laughs> so, uh, what else? You got any other ones? Uh, yes. Um, Mario and the Rabbids Kingdom Battle, August 29th. I am crazy excited about that game. I knew you'd be. Like, I'm not so crazy about it. It's XCOM with Mario and the Rabbids. I love the Rabbids. I love Mario. We'll see. Well, you don't have a Switch, so it's only on Switch. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I'm excited about it. It seems like it's going to be really great. Um, and uh, I remember when the Rabbids were part of the Raymond universe. Yes. And yeah. uh, and also like because it's uh, there's like a you know yeah it's there's I'm I'm excited to have the rabbits back because I think they're actually really fun. It is funny now that like the minions are a thing because like uh, everyone keeps likening them to minions, and I'm like oh yeah, I guess they kind of are are like the minions. But rabbits are first. I know. Yeah. And so, but like now it's like oh yeah, they are kind of like minions, but like yeah. I love the rabbits. I think they're really fun. Yeah. So rabbits are cool. So yeah, I'm very excited about it, and um, they're silly. Yeah. They're very silly. Well, and like the rabid versions of the Nintendo characters are really, really cute. Yeah, they're cute. And so I'm, I'm really, I'm thrilled to, uh, to, to really get to dig into that game. Just because, also, like, yeah, I mean, it seems like a really strange chocolate and peanut butter moment. And, uh, and I've never heard that. Oh, come on! So yeah, it's the chocolate and the peanut butter. It's like these two really great like things just coming together. And also, uh, rabid peach is hilarious a star like freaking looks like drag queen she is drag queen rabbit coming through oh she is she is an absolute treasure (laughs) and uh yeah i i love her i cannot stand peach at all but let's go seriously Ooh, did i win i hate her so much she's my favorite but i love 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 me some rabbit peach so So. yeah that's coming out uh, we have a couple more. Life is Strange Before the Storm, August 31st. So this time we're going to follow Chloe and Rachel on their adventure before they meet Max. Gotcha. Which I'm super excited about because I lived for Life is Strange. And um, Resident Evil Revelations, August 31st. Oh, yes. So that takes place between, I think, Four and five. Well, and that's the game that came out already for the 3DS. I think it's just coming out for the PlayStation. Yes, for home consoles now. Yeah. And Destiny 2, September 6th. That's all I got. Well, and then in the more recent future, uh, we have Hellblade, the new game coming from Ooh, Ninja Theory. It looks so fucking scary, too. Uh, that comes out the animation. yesterday. Oh, yeah. As of tomorrow. Yeah. From when the podcast yeah. was out, it, <laughs> came, it came out yesterday. Yeah. Um, that I, looks good. Yeah, I've been looking forward to that one for a while. Because, um, yeah, I mean, it's the same people who made Heavenly Sword and uh, Enslaved Journey to the West. Uh-huh. I and, had both of those. And then they, they're also the same people that made uh, the Devil May Cry remake. Ooh. The animation in this one, it looks like a movie. Yeah. No, they... It's stunning. I mean, because, like, they did amazing animation for the PS3 on Heavenly Sword. Yeah. And, like, now that with them doing stuff for PS4, it looks... Heavenly Sword was, like, one of the first releases on PS3. It was. Yeah. So, okay. If they can do that, 
how are we getting some of these games with some awful animation nowadays? I have no idea. I could tell you why. It's because people are buying them pre-sale, and they're not finishing the games before they release them. Uh, I don't know. I think it has more to do with talent and timeline. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they're getting sloppy. People are pre-ordering games anyway. Like, good or bad, people pre-order games. It's, and for yeah. it's the model. Like, the model of how games sell now is that it's more about, like, those those first week sales where... Um, I did not know Todd was in. Yeah, <laughs> Todd snuck in early. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So Hellblade comes out, you know, uh, yesterday for all you listening on release day. Yeah, have fun getting scared by that big monster in the trailer. No, thank you. So I'm excited about that one. And then um, also, uh, indie game Darling, Undertale, which was um, massive, massive success on Steam, uh, I believe two years ago, is coming to PlayStation in one week. Sweet. So that's a, it's a little, it's an independently developed RPG that love people it. love. I haven't played it. I have not either, actually, but I've heard very good things. The soundtrack is great. The whole game was made by, like, one guy. Isn't that so cool how people do that? Right? Jeez. But yeah, so... Anyway, yeah, so Undertale, I'm actually excited about getting it and playing it on PS4 just because I play so few games on uh, on my PC now. Although, actually, I'm trying to get more into it. I mean, hell, I just played through all of Dream Daddy today, so... We are Dream Daddies. We'll make you happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not approved. Boo. Um, all right. So that's all I got for news. Um, I have some news. Do you? Yes. Uh, did you know that prescription video games might be the future of medicine? No. According to TheVerge.com. Well, explain how. Is there, so, is there, there there's examples? this company called, I'm not even going to say it right, Akili, I guess. And they teamed up with UCSF, which is the UC San Francisco campus. And they created a game called Project Evo. E-V-O, all capital letters. This all sounds like very futuristic, like we're all going to die soon, kind of Terminator Judgment Day situation. But I, for one, welcome our new robot over- overlords. Do you? Yeah, Sam sure. a little scared. Yeah. I'm with Elon. Elon? Musk? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about this a little bit before, but it's basically a game that helps children get cured or work with ADHD. And it's like there's basically a new category forming called digital medicine in the medicinal market. Isn't that crazy? Digital medicine. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, it could be used to support the treatment of the brain disorders, ADHD, autism, depression, Alzheimer's, and others that have to do with the brain either not functioning properly or not getting enough exercise, which kind of hits close to home since my brother and I, um, it kind of, it's... Alzheimer's runs in our family. So it's interesting if they can prevent things like this happening with video games. It's like, okay, you get to play fucking video games and cure your brain. And that's fucking amazing. So I'm all about that. And apparently the software they use is called Neuroscape. Wasn't there a, a movie called like Neuro Lawnmower Man? <laughs> a little bit of a stretch. Like, something like that. And um, it, according to them, it reaches beyond the gamified exercises to create engaging and immersive video game exercises for cognitive and soon-to-be physical exercises. So 
Interesting. Yeah. It might be like Dance Dance Revolution. That's cool. Well, and for I, your brain. I like, <laughs> like you know, the thing with like Brain Age when it came out for the DS was like, you know, it's it's a little activities just to keep your brain moving yeah. in ways that it normally doesn't. You know, for people like I just my threw mom. That away. Yeah. And look at your brain just atrophying away because yeah, you're not a, doing your brain big... exercises. I know, but they have them on the phone, so we're oh, good. You're, you're fine. I have one on my phone, yeah. And um, yeah, but that's basically it. That's the article. It just talks about this is the future of gaming. It, I mean, at least in the medical field, digital medicine. Nice. You don't seem too excited, I'm, too surprised. No, I, I'm, I'm curious what it's actual like, you know. I mean, I, I think right now it's, it's a very... Uh, I don't know. It seems very. Um, I know that there probably are still already being some applications of it. I want to see the more concrete Evidence. information about it, you know, or like more concrete uh, applications of it. So like tests and well, placebos yeah. and all that shit. Well, as I, well, yeah, I want to see it's 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 real like effect. Yeah, you know, I mean, because obviously, like, I know that you know a lot of people say that that games, and I do feel like me playing a lot of adventure games as a kid helped develop my puzzle solving skills. Yeah, I and, would agree. You know, and so I feel like that's almost like digital therapy or digital medicine in a way, and that it you know just kind of changed the way my brain tends to approach problems. Yes, and so I feel like it's kind of I feel like maybe it's been a thing that's been happening for a long time, and now we're just assigning it the name of digital medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but I'm curious though if they if they actually see um greater uh long term kind of you know or uh you know, greater uh, end result kind of goals. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely curious. Yeah. So, what's well, the beginning? So, we'll yeah. see. We'll see how that goes. But, yeah. I'm looking forward to the day when you could just go online, buy all the drugs you want, and self-prescribe. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wait. They do have it. It's called inhousepharmacy.network, something like that. Oh, really? Buy whatever you want on that thing. I'll ship it right to you. Weird. <laughs> anyway, so. All right, then. Yeah. So, are we ready for Crush of the Week? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready, though? I, I think I'm what ready. What hooker do you have this week? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, my The hooker that I like this week is the character of Garum, or Garum, from Jet Grind Radio. You don't even know my name. I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> it at all, no. Um, so, uh, for the uninitiated, Jet Grind Radio and Jet Set Radio Future are these uh really great uh games where you play as these as the Rudies on um which is a gang of uh graffiti artists on power skates who are rocking around to music and tagging the streets of uh like neo Japan. And um everything they do is to a beat, like when they talk to each other, they're kinda of like bouncing and dancing. Uh-huh. It's stupid charming. It's one of the first cell shaded games I believe ever. Uh it's why I bought my Dreamcast. And um, the character Garum is a character you meet kind of midway through Jack hmm. Ryan Radio, the first one. And he um, he's wearing these cool camouflage pants. He has big glasses that make him look like an insect. Okay. Oh, I like Sounds Garum. hot. He's the character I always play as whenever I play as those games. Because, um, first off, he's cool to look at. And then also, he is... Now I'm interested. I'm going to look him up. I uh, have no clue. G-A-R-A-M. And then, um, so he's cool to look at. And then also on Are top sure of that. Are you sure it's not Garam? Garam. I am Garam. And then also uh, his his stats were actually great. Like in um, his, uh, you know, his power to stamina to graffiti skill was exactly what I was looking for in a character. So yeah. So Garam is uh, my man on uh, 
in the Jet Grind Jet Set Radio games. So it's yeah, not coming. I'll come around when you talk about your crush, and I'll get him on your computer for you. So yeah. So oh, yeah, here we go. Garam is my dude. Oh yeah, he looks like a bug, right? How do you know what he looks like though? No, it's, I like his whole look that he does, where he where has like the bug-eyed sunglasses and and his outfit and stuff, and I like his dance moves. Hmm. I see. I see. I gotcha. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's my guy. So sweet. Not a character rich in story, but uh, rich in heart. He's he's rich in my heart. Yeah. So um, you yeah, have so to be. That's my crush. <laughs> Who's your crush? My crush of the week is Billy Lee from Double Dragon. Nice. Not Jimmy Lee. Not not Bimmy. Not Bimmy. <laughs> Lame. I liked ever since Double Dragon launched in the eighties. I liked Billy Lee, the blue one, over Jimmy the red Lee, one. The red one. Red is two player. I'm number one. Got Numero it. Uno, you are the I, hero. That's right. You are not support. No support. So even though red's my favorite color, so it's a bit crazy. But um, yeah. I God. Even in the movie, I liked <laughs> Scott Wolf's character <laughs> better than. <laughs> Better than who was the other guy? Uh, Mark Damascus. Oh, but yeah, he was in uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf, though, later. Ah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, they're twin brothers. You get some twin action going on. You get, just like in the like the 80s or 90s with the double mint gum situation, you get to double your flavor, double your fun. Double your dragons. Double dragon penis. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. <know>. I... <laughs> You went into a weird place with this. Did I, though? Kind of. I don't know. Dragon penis is not something I think of a whole lot. Oh. Or double dragon penis. Two for the price of one. Yeah, I don't really think about it with singular dragon penis that much, let alone double. I don't know. What if dragons have two penises? What if Daenerys like dragons, wing? between the three of them, have six, six dicks? dicks? That's some fanfic waiting to happen. Six dicks on three dragons. Wait, <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of math. But it was right, though. It was accurate math. So, all wow. right, whatevs. I, that, yeah, like any people out there writing uh, X-rated fanfic, you have a prompt. We want to see a two-dick dragon uh, ASAP. We, I think, mostly just her. I'm okay. We as in Rob and not as in Satine. <laughs> <laughs> you leave me out of this. Too late, uh, you're in it. But yeah, Billy Lee. Nice. Blue. Excellent. Did you see the Double Dragon movie? I did not, actually. What the fuck is wrong with that? I know, I know. Well, it's uh, it's funny. It, me and uh, some of the coworkers have been talking about having like a film festival in Little Cody Fingers where we do nothing but watch Bad video, game, video movies. game movies. Well, there hasn't been a good one yet, so we just watch video game movies. <sighs> did you not see Mario Brothers? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. It's good-ish. No, no, no. it's not. But that was on the list, though. Isn't the Bayonetta movie supposed to be good, though? It's anime, but still. Well, the anime ones I'm not totally counting. It's more oh. of the live action ones because, like, ah. the anim- even like the anime Street Fighter, wasn't bad. Yeah, that's true. And also, like, what there was an anime for um, Dante's Inferno. There was two. Now there's Dracula or Castlevania. Yeah, there's which was not decent. Bad. And there were two animes for uh, Dead Space, which Ooh, were not. Yeah. They weren't terrible. They're not great, but they weren't bad Advent compared to a lot of children. Stuff. So, yeah, if you go into the Final Fantasy movies, it's to be honest, like Spirits Within is the only one I would count as like a video game movie because that was in theaters. Oh, but yeah. like Advent Children, totally fine. It felt like a long cutscene. 
and yeah. it was beautiful. Yeah. So um, it's so beautiful. And I didn't hate Spirits Within either, though. That was actually, yeah, I didn't see it, but I read good reviews on it. I think that 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 movie was unfairly uh, misjudged a little bit. It was judged a little harshly. Yeah, but, I haven't seen it. You know. What I have read about it though is that. It's actually a really good film, despite what, like you just said, despite what the critics thought about it. Well, and like the one of the big things that that movie had going for it that was such a problem was that it, uh, it was so about the tech and the amount of time and budget that went into making it that it overshadowed the movie, and the movie wasn't bad. Yeah, but like everyone was, kept wanting to talk about how expensive it was and how it was in development for like six years or whatever, and because it had really impressive CG at the time. Yeah, like there's one character in there who actually looks photoreal. Like the, there's an old man character in it. I can't remember who voices him. But like there's an old man where like some shots it looks like a fucking old man. Like huh. does not look like CG. Like not Uncanny Valley at all. He just looks real in some shots. Speaking of movies that flopped. Can we talk about the Dark Tower? <laughs> oh, I really wanted to see that, except you know I was laid out all God, weekend. They are letting that movie have it. Yeah, it's like Todd was saying that he's he's reading that um, anyone who didn't read the books is saying the movie's fine. My Facebook feed is saying another thing. It's saying like anyone who read the books, it's fucking terrible, and anyone who didn't read the books, it's still not great, and you know something's wrong. And so, I could like, tell that it wasn't great by the just the trailer. Well, and I had no idea it was rated PG thirteen. Not to say a movie has rated R to be. They should have made good. it a TV series, well, like th- they originally were going. It to. It should have been an HBO original series. Yeah. It would have been great. Um, and so it bums me out a lot to think that like the movie is so bad and probably not doing well commercially. I'd imagine to where it will get a sequel. Um, I don't think it will. Yeah. And it bums me out just because also like... It'll probably do amazing in Japan. I was thrilled about the casting of Idris Elba as Roland. Um, But yeah, it seems like... I hear one of the biggest problems that it has is that it makes the movie more about... uh, It makes it Jake's story instead of Roland's story. So it's Ah. less about the gunslinger and more about Jake. Which, Jake's a cool character, but he is secondary. He is the Jimmy Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, so there you have it. Oh, Dark yeah. Tower. I will see it, though. I'm sorry, because I, I know that's one of your favorite series ever. It's so good. And I will see it, because I do want to be able to at least speak of it in an educated manner. Although I haven't read the I haven't read the Dark Tower books in uh, but how could a they decade or so. fit, what, six books into one Seven. film? They didn't. What were they trying to do? Well, like, the, the, like I don't want to spoil anything, but, like, the way the, the series ends, the... The way that the Dark Tower movie seems to be behaving is it's less of a telling of the books and almost a sequel to the series. Weird. So, like, but apparently it stands alone on its own enough, but also it is kind of, I guess, could be considered something that follows up the last book. Yeah. So, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. So, once I see it, I'll be able to speak more about it. But I might not see it until it comes out on... VHS. Yeah. So. At this point, it might be a thing I have to watch at home because uh, it ain't doing so well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well. Oh shit! I forgot our papers. So okay. we're just going to wing, wing it. Uh, okay. So if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Satine the Dream, or on Twitch at Satine. Please follow me because I'm an affiliate now, so I got to get followers, or else they're going to boot me. And you got to start streaming some Destiny. Yeah. And Since start- you're a little late to the party, but. Start sending me some money, too. <laughs> uh, and if you want to follow me, I'm on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Nope. 
I fucked it up. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Fast Danger, and I'm on Instagram and Twitch at Mr. Gladstone. And you can follow the podcast at BitDiffPodcast on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can email us at BitDiffPodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Wednesday. And would you kindly follow, rate, and comment on us and our antics on iTunes and Google Play. Speaking of, we got a new comment. We did. Yeah, I'm going to read it really fast. All right. Shit, I just thought of it. Well, it's... while you dig that up, I am going to speak long and drawn out as if I know where I'm going, when in fact I do not. Although I do apologize to anyone who hears a weird clicking in the background. Yeah, my dog talk about that. My dog has <laughs> weird like OCD where she kind of like digs at the side of her bowl. Not in the bowl, just on linoleum to the sides of the bowl about 20 or 30 times on each side before she will eat. Weird OCD pug. Isn't that funny though? She's so crazy. I love that. Okay, so this is by You the Man Nick. Five stars. Delightful irreverence meets insightful insight. <laughs> so it says, Woe befall the intrepid podcaster who fails to tickle their ears with the mystical majesty that is the bit different podcast. Charming Satine and Righteous Rob are level 99 white mages of podcasting who have set off on a heroic journey to take their listeners deep into the depths of pop culture caverns to explore all things. Sorry. Video game, cinema, music, graphic, novella, and other topics that resonate with them. I love it. That's a pretty damn Is good. It? You think I just made that up, don't you? No, no, no. I actually, that's actually a review. That is amazing. I'm, <laughs> I'm curious if it is, uh, if that is, uh, if it is listener Nick or if, an, if it's another listener Nick that I do not know. But oh. uh, either way, though, that is a lovely review, and it's I like it. So thank you. You the man, Nick. Charming Satine and Righteous Rob. Righteous indeed. Level 99 white mages. Yep. I think I'm a dark mage. You're a white mage. You're a healer. I'm All a right killer. <laughs> anyway, well, yeah. So uh, thank you for that review. Thank you so much, you the man, Nick. And keep those things coming. Yes, because so. we will read them off and give you accolades so yeah. th- for our accolades. So thank you so much and have a great night. Ciao, Bye-bye. Bye-bye.